Good morning, and welcome back to Word Here and There, Inspirational Plus. I am Carolyn, your podcast host. New person. Put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds, and to put on a new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Ephesians 4, verses 22 and 24. There are personal choices involved in living as a child of God. Every day you make the choice as to whether or not you will obey God. To move forward in your spiritual growth, choose to put off your old self that is filled with selfishness and dishonesty and is more concerned about number one than anyone else. Choose to put on the new self, the one that is like God and desires to serve Him. This new self is concerned about God first others second, and self last. Our inspirational quote for today, Sunday is the day of the week when I am most likely to take the road less traveled. Sunday is the golden class that binds together the volume of the week. Sunday clears away the rust of the whole week. Sunday is a day of rest and contemplation. Okay, let's discuss rock and roll. For rock stars and the fans who have cherished their music for decades, the question of when to retire is a difficult one. The still rock and rolling stones aside, should there be a required suggested retirement age for concerts by over-the-hill music stars whose best days as live performers are years behind them? The question is, admittedly, preposterous. Music is timeless. No one should have to retire until their vocation poses a serious threat to others or to themselves. But what if a veteran rocker, reluctant to retire from the stage, poses a threat to their artist's legacy, not their recorded legacy, but as once dynamic live entertainers who could ignite and inspire on a nightly basis? Specifically, what if the passing of time has led to an unmistakable decline in the quality of their performances? causing long-time fans to wince rather than cheer? And what if that decline means each successor concert and tour? What do rhythm and blues singer Jackie Wilson and Tiny Tiv have in common? The answer is, they both died on stage from a heart attack, Wilson in 1975 and Tim in 1996. We all love our recording artist and I still would go to see an artist that I really love. Uh, there are artists that are still performing that are in their 80s, and one of them is Mick Jagger, who was still on tour and in his 80s. You know, there was a, a doctor at the hospital I used to work with that really loved her job so much. She was 96 before she had to leave because of health reasons. She worked up until, and then a couple of months after that, she passed away. And people really love their jobs. And I think I think a lot of these recording artists keep going because either it's because they love it so much or because it's the thrill and the excitement they get from the crowds and the audience and the fans. And maybe because it's it's a way to keep themselves alive. It's a way to just keep going until they drop. That could be it. So, also, 
is the power of a positive mind, which I will read from the Happiness Advantage, how a positive brain fuels success. And when our brains constantly scan for and focus on the positive, we profit from three of the most important tools available to us, happiness, gratitude, and optimism. The role happiness plays should be obvious. The more you pick up on positive around you, the better you'll feel. And we've always seen the advantages to performance that brings. The second mechanism at work here is the gratitude, because the more opportunities for positive we see, the more grateful we become. Psychologist Robert Emmons, who has spent nearly his entire career studying gratitude, has found that few things in life are as integral to our well-being. Countless other studies have shown that consistently grateful people are more energetic, emotionally intelligent, forgiving, and less likely to be depressed, anxious, or lonely. And if not that, people are only grateful because they are happier. Either gratitude has proven to be a significant cause of positive outcomes. When researchers pick random volunteers and train them to be more grateful over a period of few weeks, they become happier and more optimistic, feel more socially connected, enjoy better quality sleep, and even experience fewer headaches than control groups. The third one is optimism. This instinctively makes sense. The more your brain picks up on the positive, the more you expect this trend to continue. And so the more optimist you'll be, be the more optimistic you'll be. And optimism, it turns out, is a tremendously powerful predictor of work performance. Studies have shown that optimists set more goals and more difficult goals than pessimists and put more effort into attaining these goals stay more engaged in the face of difficulty, and rise above obstacles more easily. Optimists also cope better in high-stress situations and are better able to maintain high levels of well-being during times of hardship, all skills that are crucial to high-performance demanding work environment. And I believe that's it to all performers and people that are still working way up into their age they love it. They're happy. They're optimistic. And they they just want to please people and, and give that energy back. I believe that's what it is. Okay, we have two weeks before Christmas. Is everybody ready? Of course not. Although I know I'm not. Anyway, this is Carolyn with Word Here and There, Inspirational Plus. Have a wonderful Sunday.